Bidzy Small Business Society number 173. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am talking with Kate Erickson. Kate is a content creator and implementer at EO Fire, which is a number one and best of iTunes ranked podcast hosted by John Lee Dumas. Now, from my understanding, the EO Fire podcast is a large part of their brand, but Kate and the team at EO Fire give a behind the scenes look into their multifaceted approach to creating and operating a seven figure business. She's been through the educational and corporate trenches, and she is passionate about sharing the tools and resources so that you too can create success and freedom on your own entrepreneurial journey. Find more of Kate's free, valuable, and actionable content on her blog at eofire.com, on her podcast called Kate's Take, and in her book, The Fire Path, A Beginner's Guide to Growing Your Online Business. We'll be sure to provide links to everything in the show notes. Wow. Big welcome, Kate. So glad we could connect. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? I definitely can after I thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. (laughs) I'm really, really excited to be here and so grateful for you inviting me on. So thank you. Um, Yeah, so I'm Kate. I grew up in San Diego, California. Um, I kind of led the typical life of, you know, your average, I guess, girl growing up in America. Um, Went to school, got a job, uh, was looking to climb the corporate ladder and do amazing things and hopefully land a management position at some point in time uh, until about 2011 when that all came to a screeching halt and Thankfully, I realized finally that entrepreneurship was an option. Um, And that is when I took my first entrepreneurial leap. And not to join the team at EO Fire, actually, I tried to start my own business, which I called Kate's Copy. And then um, a couple years later, eventually in 2013, is when I made my way here on the team with John Lee Dumas. Um, We are partners in both business and in life. So it was pretty cool that I kind of got to see John's journey to creating this business. And I believe that's what helps us work so well together and has what has helped us, you know, build this business up is that we know each other 
personally. Um, you know, I've seen his journey. I understand his passion. I understand where the ideas are coming from. So that's been a huge help. Um, and today, one of the most exciting projects that we're working on right now is called the Mastery Journal. And that's all about how to help you master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. Awesome. New book. Is there a release date for it? Yeah, we're thinking late January 2017. So we're working hard to hit that date. Awesome. We'll be looking forward to that. I just want to say congratulations to you guys recently celebrated your four year anniversary at EO Fire. Is that right? We did. Thank you. So <laughs> crazy. I can't believe it's been four years. <laughs> I know. What a journey. Now, we mentioned it in the intro, your life in corporate, getting an education. What did you instead see as an opportunity to join the EO Fire team full time and pursue that entrepreneurial dream instead? So uh, when I joined EO Fire, I was actually, uh, I was working at advertising and a marketing, advertising and marketing agency. And I absolutely loved my job. The people there were amazing. It was kind of my dream job, like being an account executive. And I was really great at project management. I really enjoyed meeting new people. I loved the fast pace of the advertising world. That was all so, so exciting for me, but it was really, really taking a toll on me, like stress wise. I mean, I'd be at the office until 1am, 2am in the morning. Sometimes I was working really long hours being expected to hit unrealistic deadlines. Um, and so it finally got to a point where, you know, I was coming home from work at these crazy hours, then, you know, expressing my, um, unhappiness to John. (laughs) And all the while, you know, John's waking up every morning and being like, I love life. Like, (laughs) I can't wait to start work today. I absolutely love what I'm doing. I'm impacting all these people. I'm creating awesome content and all this value and I'm making a difference in the world. So he mentioned a couple of times, like, what would you think about coming on the team? And I was really hesitant about that because I was to be honest, nervous about what that would do to our personal relationship. And I really was not willing to, you know, sacrifice that, um, to go into business together. So, you know, we talked about it over a few months and it came to the time where I was going to quit my job one way or the other. My decision was, was I going to join John at EO fire or was I going to try and give my own business another try? It was a really tough decision for me at the time. Of course, today, I'm so happy that I made this decision. It was absolutely the right one. Um, But, you know, if I take myself back to that point in time, I what finally made me say, yes, this is absolutely the right path for me to take. I want to join John at EO Fire is he had this amazing vision and mission for what he was doing. And when I looked at the business that I was trying to create, I didn't have that. I wanted to just like become a successful business owner, whatever that meant for me at the time. Today, that success is so different for me. That success involves impacting other people and providing valuable content and getting to meet people that we're impacting. And I don't see that having ever happened if I would have gone it alone. Um, Luckily, I decided to join John for that very reason, to get on board with his vision and mission. And, you know, four years later, here we are. (laughs) And I think a lot of us have this pride about doing our own thing when we can swallow that pride and surround ourselves with a team and become become part of something else and really create that success that we define our way, right? 
So true. So true. Awesome. Now, you guys are enjoying success, but Kate, it likely wasn't always that way. I want you to talk about some of your challenges, but let me preface this by saying that most people I talk to speak about this in broad terms, which is totally fine. But I want the Small Business Society to get into your head, even into John's head. In these early stages, what were those conversations like around the dinner table on the couch at night? Was there any trepidation or doubts about even proceeding? And if so, what measures or steps did you take to combat those doubts? Mm, super question. Um, you know, some of the early conversations that we had, especially once I joined the team and you, you were talking about going broad, so I'm going to go Uber specific. So let me know if you want me to zoom out a bit. Um, but some of the early things that John and I were working on when I joined the team and, you know, a big reason for me joining the team too, was so that we could start actually creating communities and products and things to offer our audience. That was something John simply didn't have the bandwidth to do on his own and with our virtual team because all of his energy and time was going towards, you know, even being able to publish a daily podcast. We didn't have the same systems in place that we have now back then. So a lot of those early conversations were like, you know, when we first, the very first community that we ever offered was an elite mastermind tribe. We called it Fire Nation Elite. And we invited 100 people to join us in an online community. We had a private Facebook group. We had a membership site with resources. We did monthly live webinars with people and different sorts of chats. Um, and that was us creating something from nothing. We had no idea how to market it. We had no idea what people were going to want from it. We had no idea what people expected from it. And those were all really big challenges because in the moment, of course, this is insanely stressful, right? You're about to email your list of, you know, I don't know how big our list was back at the time, maybe, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 people. And you're going to pitch them on this idea that, you know, we want you to actually pay us money for this. And that can be a really tough thing to do. So <laughs> challenges like figuring out how much it should cost and figuring out how often people should pay. Should it be recurring or one time? Um, what happens when somebody complains about their experience with the community? What happens when, you know, somebody wants to do upgraded, like super duper coaching, but like, we're not really sure if we should offer that. I mean, I know that these may not seem like really tough, hard struggles. These are exciting struggles because we're about to create something that's not only going to help us impact people, most importantly, our audience, but it's also going to help us start generating revenue. So they're really big decisions, especially when you have absolutely zero to base them off from. It sounds like you started with small tests and just made pivots from there. Is that right? Absolutely. Like, I mean, Fire Nation, uh, Fire Nation Elite, as an example, um, John started talking about this probably three or four months before we ever launched it. And actually before I was even on the team and he called it Ignite. You know, he started talking to people about this mastermind called Ignite. And, um, you know, we'd love to hear your feedback about what you guys want to see. And over time and eventually with a ton of patience and a lot of attention put on our audience, and really leaning and relying on them to tell us exactly what they wanted so that we could go out and create it, um, you know, eventually Fire Nation Elite was born. Awesome. Yeah, I was going to say this stuff doesn't happen overnight. And I think you just nailed it by saying that you asked your audience what they want and you gave it to them. Great stuff. Now, I want to talk, I want you to talk about some of your rewards. Why is it so great to be Kate Erickson? 
Oh, well, that's a, that's a, a, a great question. Another, you're full of great questions. Um, <laughs> so, well, it's, I think it's great to be Kate Arkson because one, I wake up every day excited for what the day holds. I can very clearly remember a time when that was not the case. When I was working in corporate America, dragging myself to the bus, taking the bus to the trolley station, getting on the trolley to go downtown, walking into an office that I didn't like, surrounded by people who didn't appreciate me. And today it's amazing to be me because I wake up feeling excited about what I'm about to work on. Number two, it's amazing to be me because I have so much incredible support and love around me. John is like the best partner I can ever imagine. He's so supportive and gives me so much love. My family is incredibly supportive. My friends are amazing. And three, it is I don't know if I'm supposed to give multiple reasons why it's great yeah, to be me, do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also great to be me because throughout the day, I get to interact and engage with people just like you, Rob. I get to meet people in Fire Nation. I get to be guests on other people's podcasts. I get to share my experiences and the lessons that I've learned with the high hope that they're going to impact and provide value to other people. And when I hear back from those people, which I do every single day, which is so incredibly rewarding, I just really feel fulfilled and like I'm making a difference. And that's exactly what I want to do. Great stuff, Kate. I'm humbled and proud to be a part of Fire Nation, to be part of that powerful network and just gleaning that free, valuable content that you guys just crank out consistently. Now, I'm going to make a bit of a shift here. In your opinion, what will be the dominant social media platform in 12 to 24 months and why? Ah, you know, Facebook's really on a run. <laughs> they have been cranking for quite some time. Um, and if I look at the social media space, you know, in the last two years, Facebook has probably been the strongest constant. And, you know, I see that continuing on that way. Um, Instagram, certainly, you know, a platform to pay attention to and, and one that I love. It's maybe one of my favorite social media platforms, but I would say Facebook. Awesome. Now, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration, Kate? Mm, well, I, I love Amy Porterfield. I resonate with her so much. And I think that she just puts out such great content that's very specific. Um, you Who know, doesn't love her, by the way? <laughs> I know, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just got a way with teaching that it it is right on for me. Um I love Michael Hyatt. He's very inspirational. Dan Miller is amazing. Um, Lewis Howes, Tim Ferriss, love listening to those guys. Um, who else? There, gosh, I listen to so many people that sometimes kind of hard. Have you ever listened to Science Versus? I have not, no. It's a great podcast. They kick out some really amazing content. Um yeah, I would say just off the top of my head that those are, you know, real those are people that I follow consistently. Bunch of great people doing uh, doing some great work in the podcasting space for sure. Now, let me ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> well, I love to win for, um, you know, obvious reasons. I'm a, I'm a somewhat competitive person. Uh, but the reason I wouldn't choose that I hate to lose is because I really feel there are so many, without being cliche, there are so many opportunities to learn from our losses. And if I look back at my journey and I pinpoint the moments where I pivoted or where I had a major mindset shift, they were all from what you would probably consider losses. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, I heard it on Tim Ferriss's show with uh, Shay Carl saying that cliches are there for a reason because they're true, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? So my kind of stopping point of my workday is when I st- when I get ready to make dinner. Um, I love cooking. I love experimenting with new things, which I haven't really been doing too much of lately. I need to get back into it. Um, but I cook dinner every night. John and I really enjoy sitting down and having a nice meal together, um, you know, talking about our day, getting out any stresses or frustrations that we're feeling. Um, talking to somebody else makes such a huge difference. And for anybody who doesn't have someone like that, that they feel that they could talk to, to help them unwind at the end of the day, or even to just, you know, vent out frustrations or whatever it might be. I highly, highly encourage you to try and find someone like that. There's so many amazing online communities and probably a lot of local meetups right in your backyard that you could be taking advantage of. Um, that's how I unwind, you know, John and I sit down, we have dinner together. We watch some mindless television and, uh, call it a night. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, those online communities are important, but I think John said it back on episode 100 on our show. He just said it's so important to have that supportive and that positive, optimistic home life, right? Mm, Absolutely. So, so important. Now, Kate, the word freedom is a big part of your message. You know, the freedom journal, creating a freedom lifestyle, etc. What do you want people to understand about their current situation that may be lacking in freedom and what they can do to explore and cultivate the alternatives out there? I think at the very root of this whole idea of what freedom is and what it means and how to achieve it is understanding that we as individuals get to choose that for ourselves. I think a lot of people, including myself for a long time, about not that long ago, five or six years ago, we expect that other people are going to give us these things, that other people are going to make waking up in the morning feel great, or that other people are going to make us feel good at the end of the day. The trouble with relying on other people to give us what we want in our life is that it's never going to happen. So to achieve freedom in your life, whatever that means to you, if it means, you know, that you get to travel six months out of the year, if it means that you get to, you know, help be at home with your children while they're growing up, if it means that you get to spend more time with family and friends, whatever it means for you, financial freedom, you know, having enough money in the bank that you're not worried about when your next paycheck is coming, All of these are things that we control and that we get to choose. We get to choose what we do when we wake up in the morning. We get to choose how we create our own life. So I would say that's at the very foundation. If you're doing something right now that does not equal freedom to you, this is a choice that you are making. So how can you make a different choice to change that? And this starts with our thoughts and our mindset, Kate, right? Absolutely. For sure. Now, there are many different ways for us to find you, I believe. But Kate, what are the best ways for our audience to connect? Um, So everything we do is over at eofire.com. So you can head over there to check out that. I love getting emails from people and engaging and interacting. My email address is kate, K-A-T-E, at eofire.com. So if anyone wants to reach out about today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Kate, I just want to say I'm getting close to being 200 episodes into my podcasting journey. And I think I speak for many of us out here in saying I would not have been able to do it without you guys. So keep it up and keep blazing that trail. All right. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Congratulations. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. 
Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.